bollocks. Hello. Hello and welcome to Unclassical. We discuss classical novels and in a more feminist and modern interpretation. And strange interpretation last time. Tangenty. Tangenty, yes. Last time is what I was going to say. We started talking about uh, making honey. So, honey. I'm Marsha. And I'm Katie. And before we get stuck back into uh, Pride, Pride and, and Prejudice, Prejudice, yes, we actually have a question from another podcast. Oh, yes, how exciting. It's from the Knackers in the Breeze podcast. And I think Ryan will uh, do a better job of introducing it than I will. And I apologise. For some reason, whenever I have to say something fucking official, I get my phone voice. So, are we all ready to hear the question? Are we all sitting comfortably? Then I'll begin. Hello, Unclassical. This is Ryan from the Knackers in the Breeze podcast. On our podcast, we try to achieve philosophical enlightenment by answering questions sent in by our listeners. And we have got a question for you this week. If you could go back in time to a classical novel and become the female lead of that novel, what would you change about the character with your 2019 outlook? Do you think you could change society a little bit? Or do you think that the cultures back then were so misogynistic that they're unable to change? Let us know. Thank you for that question, Ryan. Thank you. Well, my first thought is that I would go back to um, the novel Rebecca to be the unnamed wife, second wife, Mrs. De Winter, that's her name. Yeah, because her first name's not revealed. Yeah, is her it? first name's not mentioned. Which... That was a wasted five minutes on Google. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why can't I remember her name? I was like, oh, it's because it doesn't exist. But I think I would go back, I'd be her, and I'd fucking leave. Yeah. I'm well shit. Up and leave. I've just realised I didn't properly listen to the question, Ryan. <laughs> If you could go back. <laughs> I didn't pick out a specific novel because I just got stuck on the kind of route of fucked if you do fucked if you don't to be honest yeah i don't think i don't think if you went back in time you could change society because as we learned from good old tess they will kill you <laughs> they will take you down i feel like they will rape and kill you and also like it's one thing now like, women can push back more in today because oh yeah we've we, been given we like naturally buy things the hundred and also the hundreds of years of yeah, other people pushing exactly. back and not getting anywhere but like just, like, talking laid about the, the, the suffragettes and the suffragists like so many women were just like chucked out into the streets by their husbands and it's like yeah well joke as if you can do anything about it because yeah. you're a woman so i think all i do so if you can sort out the whole kind of like sustaining yourself thing so whether yeah you've got like a sibling that's got married off and is willing to support mm. you or you've got like a brother or whatever if you could sort that little angle out okay okay um and then one thing I've noticed that's cropped up a few times in history, I don't think I'd marry because quite often, like, society didn't believe that, like, lesbians were a thing. And oh, if they're, hilarious. Yeah, and if there were two women living together, um, they were just like, well, they're just spinster mates, aren't they? They just probably, like, you know, sit there and talk about their cats because women, why would women have sex? Women have sex with men. That, that's women it. have no sexual desires, only men. Yeah, so obviously... They, they just do that men so they've chosen to live together and like you know not get involved with anything else just because they're women doing women's things yeah and um obviously like there are other people who like paved the way and were much more like open with their relationships and great because you know we needed that to happen for today but i think if you just wanted to keep your head down and live your life i just fucking shut myself away <laughs> yeah without any men because yeah. well i'm all a bit shit all a bit shit i mean I am straight. But it was so annoying. I probably, I'd do a test and probably end up getting executed for killing them. You know, well, I was thinking more along um, Pride and Prejudice lines. I was thinking, well, basically, um, there's a few girls in our family. Marshall was the only one who didn't need braces. So 
it's all down to you. You've got to marry well, because ain't no one marrying Bubbleface over here. But we've also pointed this out um, before. Like, modern medicine's an amazing thing. I'd have died. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like... we would have. I'd be crippled. Yeah. <laughs> ain't no one dating me. Yeah, Katie wouldn't be walking. And, um, and fuck face with teeth. I'd have died at about seven or something. Oh, <laughs> so... uh, yeah, to be fair, we wouldn't have got very far. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have had to worry. So, um, well, rights have moved on and medicine's moved on. Yay. So, wait. So, um, yeah, that's our answer, boys. Um, listen to the Knackers in the Breeze podcast mm. one, because it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> um, and to, we um, actually asked the boys a question over there. And, uh, yeah, they were really funny with their answers. So yeah. give them a listen. Or check them out. Yeah, just search Knackers in the Breeze wherever you like to pod. And give them a follow on Instagram whilst you're at it. Lovely. 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 Right. Pride and Prejudice? So, last episode, we left Lizzie after she had just refused Mr. Collins' proposal and he was really, uh, well, he kept pushing, being like, well, of course you intend to accept me because, well, lol joke, why wouldn't you? I have a penis? I'm so down for hearing about this. Like, I feel like autumn settling in now. I'm ready to get cosy and tell me a story, Katie. (laughs) Some some shit goes down. It's a drama. So, Lizzie's refused him. It's finally sunk in for Mr. Collins that Lizzie said no and he's like, oh, but... But I wanted a wife. Oh, how depressing. <laughs> really scuffles my plans, miss. And so it's all a bit awkward, but the Lucases, who are some friends of the... Do you remember Charlotte the, Lucas. Charlotte. That's um, Lizzie's bestie, who's like actually really logs, you said. but She's, she's a, fine, yeah. But she's a bit older, so everyone's like, oh, gross. Mister. Yeah, she's twi- She's seven and twenty. <laughs> seven and twenty. And she's, she's not described as a handsome woman, because <laughs> it's all about looks, apparently. Um, but the Lucases come around for tea, and everyone's like, oh give a shit about listening to Mr. Collins. Mm. It's well annoying. Mm. But Charlotte Lucas is sympathetic, so she sits with him and listens to his grievances being like, she wouldn't marry me! <laughs> oh my God, she's actually got time for that. She does it on multiple occasions. Oh, Charlotte, like, Charlotte. you don't need to take this one for the team, babes. Right. It's okay, just yeah. leave him, it's fine. Yeah. During this, Jane receives a letter from Mrs. Bingley, who from here on, now on, shall be named Bitchface. Remind me. Is. Bingley? Is that the one that... B- Bingley? Mr. Bingley is the guy who Jane was interested in. And Jane, Lizzie's were... sister. Yep, cool. Yep. And um, Mr. Bingley is his sister, um, who's a bitch, yep. and is really sweet on Mr. Darcy, but obviously mm. Mr. Darcy likes Lizzie, so she's like, I fucking hate Lizzie. Okay, here or known as Bitchface. Mm. Yeah, so Bitchface sends Jane a letter, which saddens Jane because it basically says that their brother's gone herring back to London for some important business. Herring? Herring off! <laughs> <laughs> what's that word? Hastened. Do you find when you've read these books for a little while you forget how to use modern language? When I write my notes, they're literally the poshest, like... Yeah. I'm like, and you're like, listen, how else was. <laughs> and then you're like, but how else would you describe it? He did hair back. Well, so he did hair back. <laughs> he was busy. <laughs> Yeah, we can't so relatable. Literally. Um, The letter basically says that, yeah, their brother's gone back to London and they don't expect him to return for some time, so they followed him up there and they're all having a jolly good time up there, so bye, bitch, (laughs) is the basic sentiment behind it. Oh, won't be coming back. Well, definitely not for the winter. Like they think. Do you oh, think Mr. Bingley knew his sister sent this letter? Oh no. Okay. Oh, no. she is a bitch face. She is a bitch face. It gets worse. <laughs> but um, so Jane is obviously really upset by this, and because she thinks that bitch face is her friend, she's like, oh well, she wouldn't lie, would she? Of course, oh, this must be the Jane, same. Jane, wake the fuck Li- up. This babe. is what Lizzie says. She's like, mate, that woman is a bitch, yeah. and she doesn't want you marrying her brother because queen well, of the cunts. 
And because you're lower than they are, they're posh twats. So that is what is going on. So you don't want you. They don't want us mingling with the likes of them. So she's taken. She's followed them up. She's followed Mr. Bingley up there to make it him not want to come back down. Like if you ask me, they're going to be engaging him in all sorts of parties and stuff so that he won't come back down. Like they're going to keep him busy up there. And Jane's like. No, they wouldn't do that. They're nice people. And replies basically being like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Hopefully see you in the spring. That would be nice. So Jane would do my fucking head in because... Yeah, she's too sweet. But is she sweet or stupid? It's like, you know, when people Naive. are dating like an absolute arsehole. Mm. And you're like... But you... Dump him. One, like, nice boys don't just call you like at one o'clock in the morning after the pub. No. Like, you you know he's a fuckboy. Like, yeah. Oh, but he has been really busy at work. Like, why the fuck are you saying these things? And well, if he is really busy at work and hasn't replied to you for two weeks, then he's not worth your time. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, but you know, sometimes I get busy. And like, no, you, no, but you don't treat people like this. You always, like, it doesn't, it's not difficult to send a text being like, yeah. I'm going to be busy today, so sorry if I'm a bit shit replying. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's common courtesy. Like, yeah, and people like that annoy me. Like, you know, you fucking know. But You're I suppose she's denial. a different time and maybe more naive but now i'm like you, you see lizzie telly. knows yeah yeah lizzie knows. okay jane i'll smack you in the fucking face yeah li- jane needs to get a grip <laughs> um but yeah jane is heartbroken but yeah lizzie's like as if like mm. and um but yeah it's all very annoying jane um goes on being heartbroken mr colin uh, goes on being a twat um <laughs> same old same old really. <laughs> as it happens um but he starts hanging out with charlotte lucas a bit because she's sympathetic and listens to him mm-hmm. finally you see how fast your notes are you've written his woeful rejection <laughs> i said it got involved get used to style. i skimmed that i was like i'm not gonna read that out <laughs> when you're in it you can't think of another way yeah. to describe it what I've it. written is um, Mr Collins continues to go on and on to Charlotte Lucas about his woeful rejection and how he loves fisting Charlotte de <laughs> I changed the way I spell her name every single fucking time <laughs> if anyone can't remember so Catherine de Burr is like his benefit Benefactor. Yeah. Kind of person. Um, but yeah, he just loves fisting her, basically. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he thinks the sun shines out of her fucking arsehole. Every other sentence mm-hmm. is, well, Catherine de Beau once saw a fly and she had much to say on the matter. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so glad you're here. Literally. He's a fascinating man. <laughs> but during um, his visit, um, one one day, one morning, very, very early, before even breakfast this time. Is he proposing in the morning again? Yes, what before breakfast. If you remember last time, he asked um, all the family to leave the breakfast hall because he wanted a private world with Lizzie. This man knows nothing of it. Of like, what about the nice twilight hours when it's pretty outside? No one wants to get proposed what to. What if the someone wanted a second round of toast? Or someone wanted to start their fucking breakfast? Oh my god, they not eat it. No, this, he sneaks off when everyone's still asleep to Lucas's house unacceptable sorry not very good for a podcast but my mouth has just hit my fucking knees but the thing is he like call, like magically like kind of romeo juliet style calls yeah. up to her window and she comes down and meets him in the lane she was asleep oh my god no also as if i'd wake up yeah fully yeah. like that would fall flat but she accepts gross charlotte yeah, accepts, oh, yeah. and then there's a hilarious bit because like obviously she's a bit older so her family thinks she's never going to get married and um which is you know nice um, <laughs> But they're all no like, one's going to want you now. You're well literally. Uh, and if you guys remember, Mr. Collins is going to inherit Longbourn, the estate where the Bennett family live once Mr. Bennett dies. I know so, it is obviously unfair, but I feel I just had to reiterate. It's so unfair. It's so unfair. And that's like one of the reasons why Mrs. Bennett was so annoyed at Lizzie for not marrying him because now she's like, well, we're going to be fucking destitute, aren't we? Yeah. Um, but also don't, don't marry people you don't like. Not worth it. <laughs> Even if it does leave your family destitute. But um, as I said... Uh, 
Charlotte Lucas's family are really happy. And let's all just remember, they're all busy mates with the Bennets. Mm-hmm. And um, for, um, Lady Lucas began directly to calculate with more interest than the matter had ever excited before how many years longer Mr. Bennett was likely to live. <laughs> so if he, die, if he dies next week, we can have his house then. Oh my God, how exciting I do hope he dies. Oh my God. Basically. Lovely. How uh, not vulgar at all. Yeah. yeah. But literally like, oh, I'm so happy you're engaged. I really hope that nice man from down the road dies. Yeah, so we can get all of that shit immediately. We want everything. <laughs> Been eyeing it up for ages. Literally. It's literally like coming in like, and when you die, I'll probably get rid of that painting because I've always thought it was ugly as soon. Honestly, the, the, oh, you remember I was saying how everyone hates Mrs. Bennett, but sometimes mm. I'm like, you know what, she's got a point. <laughs> like, I do think she's a bit over the top, but there's a bit later on when Charlotte Lucas and... Um, Mr. Collins come around for dinner and she's like, I swear, every time they spoke to each other, they were thinking of throwing our old table out and moving this in and everything. And I'm like, Aww. well, you know what? She probably is a little bit sad. <laughs> yeah, I'd knife a bitch. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> so said, so nice. I'd knife a bitch. <laughs> 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 I'd like, stab them, I would. This is why I think we're going a bit weird as we're still dickheads. We get stuck in like, oh, it's frightfully terrible to hear. Stab her in the cunt. Stab her right in the cunt. <laughs> remember that actually charlotte is an all right last she yeah. just married for the convenience of it oh she she is the epitome of settled oh she she settled hard oh god she she i don't even she didn't settle she plummeted into the ground plummeted oh we've got to post this picture again not great for the podcast but this picture of him proposing <laughs> Um, it will be on the Instagram so I think everyone who listens to this has got us on Instagram anyway but if you don't follow us on Instagram go follow it's Mr. Collins like bending over well leaning over grabbing her hand and she's proper like turning away and just kind of like like her finger mm. on her mouth is kind of like pondering like hmm what but do I do cheeky little smile like oh yeah oh. like oh I'm going to be sorted but he's gross but hmm yes, I love the drawings of Mr. Collins they're so funny <laughs> so gross but um, so they're engaged. Mrs. Bennett's absolutely devastated. Yeah. And um, Mr. Collins, but this is the morning of Mr. Collins's to, to return to Lady Catherine de Bourgh. <laughs> um, so are they married yet or just engaged? They're, they're just engaged yeah. at this point. He's got to go home and mm-hmm. do some other shit. But um, he says a goodbye to everyone. Um, and he says, as for my fair cousins, though my absence may not be long enough to render it necessary, I shall now take the liberty of wishing them health and happiness, not accepting my cousin Elizabeth. <laughs> Not like not leaving her out. Or... Yeah, yeah. Just to reiterate, like even though you dumped me, I still wish you well. I like... wasn't sure if it was accepting, like not accepting, like I no. accept you. <laughs> like just, I, I am perfectly aware that you refused me and you were a bit of a dick. She was not a dick. You're a dick. You're a dick. <laughs> but, but you know, all's well that all ends well when I get your house mm-hmm. and kick you out. Fully. The, oh, this is quite sad. So Lizzie basically has like a one-to-one with Charlotte, being like, dude fuck yeah and um charlotte says herself that she's not romantic like lizzie she's a practical young lady and i am convinced that my that my chance of happiness with him is as fair as most people can boast on entering the marriage state what a um what's a romantic look on of marriage that's really sad it's so sad what's even sadder is like men should not come between women friends because like uh, like lizzie feels like a rift between them afterwards because she's like how yeah like they're settling and then there's mr collins yeah exactly oh 
borderline abusive. I remember in the film, I don't know if she says it here, but she was like, I won't be a burden on my family. Yeah, that's basically Aww. what she's saying. Like, there's a bit earlier when like all the her younger siblings like, oh, finally I can go to the balls and hope to get someone because like they used to do this thing where they wouldn't let they often wouldn't let younger daughters go to the balls. They'd only have the older ones, so they'd marry the older ones off yeah. first. But the Bennett family don't do that. That's why Lydia and Kitty always I've go. I've got too many girls to marry. Like, just get out there. <laughs> get out, get out, go, yeah, go, 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 go. <laughs> like a military operation. Go, 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 get us. Go, kids. go, go, go. That one's hot. Go, go, go. <laughs> that one's rich. Go, go, go. Run, ladies, run. <laughs> Bob along in your little dresses. Come along, ladies. Exactly. <laughs> to be fair, basically what she's saying Oh, yeah, and then, so Mr. Collins returns, and, oh, this bit just might annoy me, so the, the women of the house spend ages getting the house ready for his return. He arrives and immediately puts his thanks to Mr. Bennett, like, as if you fucking helped. Yeah, as fucking if. Like, like as fucking if. Oh, thank you for such a warm welcome. You sat in your study all day reading. You fuck. Yeah. Crazy. It's surely it's always the way, though. Like, people put their thanks towards the man, you're like, as if he did jack shit. I think it's more changed now, like, hmm... We, to be fair, we've got one mate and he's like a proper like chefy type. So when we go there, he has always cooked. Oh, actually, fair. that does seem to be a bit of a pattern, actually. God, we're very lucky to have these good chef friends. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking if someone was to come around here, I'm sorry, but I, I am the cook. So they oh, if, it's, if it's like cooking stuff, they always put it to the woman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so if you were like, oh, actually, Ross made that. No, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> oh, this bit's hilarious. So, yeah, obviously the um, Bennett's aren't very happy about having Mr. Collins back because he's boring as shit. He sucks. But luckily for them, the business of lovemaking relieved them from a great deal of his company. <laughs> <laughs> the bed, this is his lovemaking with Charlotte Lucas. Yeah, so he's, spending yeah. All, he's going off to her house every day over there. I don't think it means banging. <laughs> I'm sorry, we have to put this picture up as well. His face, he's just talking to Charlotte Lucas and he looks like a squash potato. <laughs> he's all, he's pulling like the most ridiculous like Aww. downward sides of the face, like of the mouth. And it's the like, awkward lean. Like, okay. Uh, Mr. Collins' pictures are my favourite. They're so funny. I think maybe we'll do a live and we'll do some impressions. Oh, and um, for Tessa the Durbervilles, we did the face of um, Alec Durbaville. We'll oh, do yeah. the faces of Mr. Collins. <laughs> He's got jowls. He is a jowly Ooh. man. Do we need Ooh. to expre- uh, um, explain jowling? Oh, yeah. So basically, you know jousting in ye olde times <laughs> when you'd sit on a horse and you'd spear a bro by yeah. charging at him? <laughs> mm-hmm. So instead of jousting, we have jowling mm-hmm. where you <laughs> as you run past each other. Yeah, and you have to like lobble your jowls the most yeah and it's whoever is the jowliest wins yeah think of basset hound Mm. they are jowly boys yeah so you just relax all your face and (laughs) really got to commit guys really really got to commit (laughs) following this jane is is upset because she gets another letter from bitch face bingley telling her they are very settled in london and will definitely not be returning and give well obviously she does give a shit but from Lizzie's point of view, like, give a shit. Literally. Like, I'd be like, it's over, jog on, you can't. Literally, they're all the worst. Oh, and then she also makes a point about how Mr. Bingley has grown very, very far fond of young Miss Darcy and how bitch... So Mr. Darcy was like, all right. <laughs> all right then. <laughs> Progressive for <time. laughs> yeah. But a man how bitch face does so, would so love to have her as a sister-in-law. 
yeah. Jane, Sorry. because she's being the worst at the moment, needs to get a fucking grip. Mm. Shouts some shit about women, much like her name giver, Jane Austen. Mm. What is this she says? It is very often that nothing but our own vanity that deceives us. Women fancy admiration means more than it does. Women get carried away with their thoughts and desires and, you know, they think a man will like them when they don't because it's because they are so vain. Oh, my God. Like, I've gotten to know myself pretty well over the few years I've been alive and, you know, I think I'm a pretty nice person. But do you know what? I'm wrong. <laughs> do you know what? Everyone else is lovely. I must be the bad one. No, Jane. Aww. God's sake. A man has uh, made me doubt my self-worth and uh, he is uh, absolutely right. I'm a tit. I am just the worst. <laughs> a vain, silly woman. No, that's... No. You need some 2019 empowerment. You are you fierce. To... You are beautiful. <laughs> need to listen to your sister Elizabeth. Yeah, she follows up with, and men take care that they should. Yeah. Mm. Men like it to keep women eager. What is it? Keep it... Be, to beat them? <laughs> beat them? What is it? Be, beat them up, yeah? Beat them up, yeah. No, it's like... Note of trigger keep, warning for this mean, episode. keep them keen. <laughs> you mean keep them keen? I think that is it, but... It doesn't sound right, does it? No. Because it's not keep them mean, keep them keen. <laughs> yeah, you've got Treat them mean. Treat them mean, keep them keen. <laughs> I'm actually kind of proud we don't know what it is. Because yeah. it shows that we don't, like, like abide We just do it. not agree with that. <laughs> yeah. We said this last week, though. It's like, if someone's mean to you, sure, like, sure, it doesn't make your heart grow fonder for them. You're like, oh, clearly you're not who I thought you were and I don't like you because yeah, you're awful. exactly. Bye. I mean, there's a bit of banter and then there's just being a dickhead. Yeah, literally, like... I'm not about that. And you can tell when it's like the game to like put you down. So you're yeah. like, like oh, vying for, like for his next compliment. And you're like, oh, no, you're disgusting. Literally. Never come near me or anyone else. And literally, ever just go again. get in the bin. Yeah, <laughs> straight in the sea. Go to the sea. <laughs> get away. Um. So Liz, not Lizzie. Again, the name's wrong in this. There's a lot of There's them. There's so many names. And then there's Bingley Bennett. There's more uh, bees. But um, Mr. Bennett continues to. You know, I. I really dislike Mr. Bennett. I think he's a twat. He's such a twat. It gets worse. So he's talking to um he's talking to someone about how Jane's going through a heartbreak, and he's basically saying, next to being married, a girl likes to be crossed in love a little now and then. It is something to think of, and gives her a sort of distinction among her companions. What? It's like oh, I'm so important. I'm struggling here. I've got to break my heart. But also, women could have nothing more interesting going on in their lives except being heartbroken by a man. Oh yeah, either being married to a man or being heartbroken by a man. Yeah, at the end of the day, a man has to be. For. Yeah, a man Literally. has to be at the center of it. So fuck off, Mr. Bennett. You're such a twat. And he's meant to be like the good guy. Oh my god, that is like the appalling thing with these books. Like sometimes you're you're reading it and you're like, oh yeah, but they're meant to be portrayed as being a bit awful. But like, no, he's meant to be the good he's, one. Mrs. Bennett is meant to be the bad one. Like, yeah, sometimes she's a bit over the top. But you know, she has her daughter's best interests at heart. Yeah, she's trying to sort She is out. trying her gosh darn best. <laughs> she's doing her best. She is. She is. I rate Mrs. Bennett. Mm. Uh, there's another bit later on with uh, that she's on the same fucking page with the Mrs. Be- Mrs. bit of Mrs. Bennett. Mrs. Bennett, hey. Who do we appreciate? Mrs. Bennett. Mrs. Bennett. Her brother, Mr. Gardner, and his wife come to stay for Christmas. Mrs. Bennett's brother. Mrs. Bennett's brother, yeah. And it said... Mrs. Gardner was a sensible, gentleman-like man, greatly superior to his sister, as well by nature as education. Stop being such a cunt, Jane Austen. Literally, what what does she have against Mrs. Bennet? I don't fucking know. Who's she based on? Like, 
her mum because yes. like it's meant to be kind of biographical someone's got some fucking mummy issues yeah literally you know what mrs bennett's trying yeah she jo- is this is jane was quite young when she wrote this maybe she's being an awkward teen like a bitchy teenager like uh-huh. i can do what i want mom or maybe she's just like her mum would be like oh you go to your room jane mrs bennett was being a cunt <laughs> <laughs> it's about mrs bennett mum not you <laughs> right, right i've got a new chapter to add to the book you bitch <laughs> so rude Oh, and this is uh, so Mrs. Gardner, who is um, Mr. Gardner's wife, so their auntie, mm. is a total ledge. What an absolute babe! Mm. Like she's she's like a bit younger, so she's like, oh, these are the hip new trends in London, lads. Like it's like it's like it's real good. And then like she's like, so Liz, what, so Jane, what's going on with you, lads? Oh, Jane, you're a bit heartbroken. Don't worry, mate. You'll come back up to London with me in a couple of weeks. We'll get you sorted. Get you right. Sorry, not, you've got the good D up in London. Yeah, if don't right, you babe. worry. We'll take you out some party, take you out some nightclubs. Don't worry about it. Don't even remember his name. <laughs> Get some tequila in you. She's a total ledge. We love Mrs. Gardner. I want to party with Mrs. Gardner. I know, right? What a total ledge. Literally, first thing you start like, right, guys, I've got some hit new fashion. Long sleeves, they are in. <laughs> like, you can be caught up warm and fashionable. It's so great, especially this time of year. Yeah. Am I right, lads? Am I right? Am I right? Are your elbows cold, Lizzie? Not for much longer. Not for much longer. Get in, guys. Let's try those on the side. <laughs> Sounds great. She's great. We love Mrs. G. I love her. Mrs. G. That's her name. <laughs> Mrs. G. Ultimate G. The ultimate G. She's, she's so, so good. She's ultimate G. Um, but you know what? She's got some words of wisdom as well. Just okay. Mrs. G. Of course she does. She's been around. She's, she knows, she knows everything. <laughs> and she's noticed that Mr. Wickham has been around quite a lot round at their house recently. Ooh. And she notices the way Lizzie looks at him and the way he looks at Lizzie. For anyone who does not remember, Mr. Wickham is one of the officers in town who um, has cl- who has told Lizzie that him and Darcy grew up together and that Mr. Darcy basically ripped him off when when his dad died. Mm-hmm. So ma- basically making Lizzie hate Mr. Darcy more and think, Mr. Wickham, what a poor, sweet, a lovely what soul. But I think Mr. I just said what a sweet soul. You did. Yeah. <laughs> what a poor, sweet soul. A sweet boy. A sweet boy. <laughs> but Mrs. G's been like, you know what? I've seen that smarmy smile Not before. Mrs. G, Ultimate G. Ultimate G yeah. has looked at him and gone, I've seen that kind of twat before. Mm, nah, mm. Lizzie, mate. I, mm. w- I wouldn't. Mm. I would not get attached. One thing, as I'm getting older, do you ever meet people and you're like, oh, you really remind me of that person, but you're not that person, so I can't, you know, like, you know, have mm. preconceptions and stuff. I'm beginning to think there That's are 80 it. people in this world, and that is yeah. it. And everyone, not even 80. 10. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be so arrogant as to presume that I've met every kind of person, but I would, I'd struggle to get above 50, 45 there's people. There's definitely some reproducing. Yeah, and I've well, met obviously people. reproducing. <laughs> That's how I survive. But I've definitely met people before who've had like the same name as someone that I knew and been like, oh, lol, they really remind me of so-and-so. And then just being like, you are so-and-so, but with Funny. slightly different bone structure. But I won't say it because I don't want to offend anyone who might have this name, but there was a particular girl's name. And every time I meet... Yeah. <laughs> and every time I meet one, she's a cunt. <laughs> Ross knows one, but I don't know her, so I can't. Oh no, she was a bit of a cunt. Yeah, she was. They're, they're all cunts. Oh my god, yeah, she really was. She was really horrible to his other mate. <gasps> yeah, but yeah. Or like, even if they're not directly, they're like really into themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. all the same. Yeah. I've heard tell there's one that's all right, but I don't know her. Yeah, we so don't I know can't her. Judge. So, myth, legend, not not it's real. Not, not real, real until I've met her. Yeah, and like, yeah, I just as I get older, I do think that. Everyone's a 
same. So yeah, for her, like seeing this person, like I've seen him before, I've got his fucking number. Mm. Yeah, ultimate G, she does. you do. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, Lizzie continues to be pretty cool because she's like, oh, you think he fancies me, and you think I fancy him? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fancy him particularly. I mean, yeah, he's fit as fuck. Mm. He's probably one of the nicest men I've ever met. He fans- <laughs> Give a shit. Give a shit, babes. <laughs> they should give a shit. Like, I won't pursue it particularly if you really think that, but yeah. ultimate I'm telling G, you it's fine. I will, I will take your word because yeah, you are the like, ultimate you're G. You're pretty smart, but I'm, I'm telling you, he's a nice guy. Yeah. I think you're a bit wrong, but if that's really how you feel, don't worry about it, love. Don't doubt the ultimate G, Do not doubt him. you him. know more than the ultimate G. <laughs> Literally, she is everything. She's God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She is the ultimate G. She's ultimate G. She knows. <laughs> Yeah. But um, after Christmas, Ultimate G. You know, Sorry, I'm just making a note. This episode is obviously called Ultimate G. Ultimate G. What an absolute babe. It starts religion. <laughs> <laughs> Purely based on Mrs. Gardner. Yeah. To be fair, why not? She's great. Yeah, exactly. She knows that long sleeves are in. And you know what? Autumn's coming up. They are. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be so snuggly. <laughs> so warm. Um, but they take Jane back up to London with them to kind of be like, so what? You know, you need to get away from. You need to get away from your mother. Um, yeah. Like because. Yeah, I mean, no, no, he's preached about Mrs. Bennet, but she does not want to shut her mouth because she's always like, What's happened to that nice Mr. Bingley then? Yeah, she's You had him there. She's basically our dad. Yeah, oh my god, no tact and a bit overbearing. Yeah, so, sorry, dad. Sorry, dad. Don't know if dad's too overbearing, but no tact. No tact. Yeah, literally. Absolutely not. He's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, so obviously that's not a very nice environment for Jane at the moment, so she goes up to London with Mrs. Gardner. And during this time, she um, pays a visit to Bitchface Bingley. Um, well, she she initially wrote to her, but she didn't get a reply, so she just goes to her house to be like, oh, you're right, mate. <laughs> and Bitchface is like, oh, why, why, you, how silly of you not to have written to me. So naive Jane is like, says in a letter to Lizzie, basically being like, so I was right, her letter, I, her, she could not have received my letter. Like, she definitely didn't, she just didn't want to talk to you, because oh, she's a Jane, bitch. babe, pull your head Literally. out of what, uh, Mr. Bingley's art, Mrs. Bingley, no, Miss Bingley's ass. Miss Bingley's ass. Bitch face. Bitch face. Literally. Well, she does eventually. Oh, good. Spoilers. <laughs> no, I did a little enough. pop sound then, but my lips didn't work, so it was silent. <laughs> so I got to witness it, though. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. <laughs> oh, I was like, this is going to be good. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so she goes, she pays a visit to Miss, to Mrs. Bitchface and Bitchface is a bit like, oh, well, um, it's really nice to see you and all that. Sure. <laughs> Great to see you. But we're actually going out now. So it was nice. Um, maybe I'll pop by and see you soon. <laughs> probably won't. Probably won't. Ark. <laughs> um, so Jane's sort of waiting for her friend to pop by and thinking like, oh, I've got a friend in London. That'll be nice. Maybe I can see Mr. Bingley. Um, she pops by like, literally like two weeks later and is like, okay, I've popped by. So I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. By then, and it's like really cold, and Jane sort of like doesn't really want to talk to Jane. Doesn't really like you know engage with like she's like oh check some tea. No, no, like kind of really snobby about the house and everything, and then just leaves. So Awkward. Jane is like, oh, she was a bitch. Yes, yeah, fuck her. Yeah. Give a shit. Absolutely dumb. Yeah. Um. So, but she she does basically say she's like I you know what I pity her. Because um, she if she's acting this wrong, it must be because she's sad about something. And you're like Jane, stop being nice and stupid. Isn't I see that all the time on Instagram now. People are like you never know what other people are going through when they express hate. It's because they're unhappy at themselves. I don't care. Someone's been a bitch. I'm gonna yeah, be so like stop being a bitch to you me. Know, we've got we've got to understand some people have issues. Yeah, but that, it's not a free pass to be an asshole to other people. Exactly, and also they need to know they're being an asshole because yeah. they can just go around and be like. Oh well, you know, I, if everyone's just kind of like accepting them being an arsehole, mm. they're like, well, it can't be that bad because no one's like called me out. Literally, it. like, no, you've got just be nice to people. Yeah, 
literally just be nice to people. And it's like it's not that hard to extend some common courtesy. And also, if someone's like not your jam, like you don't have to hang out with them. You really don't. Like yeah. it's fine. It's like the whole homophobia thing. If you don't want to be gay, don't be gay. Don't be gay. It's <laughs> legit fine. No one's making you. Just like literally for other people to do what they want to do. Fully, like mm. just. Let's go for it, guys. Go for it. Yeah. It's completely blue. Yeah. Silly. Ciao. So, Charlotte, that's her name. Charlotte Lucas. Charlotte Lucas and Mr. Collins are married. <laughs> Again, in classic Jane Austen style, this is brushed over in about two seconds. <laughs> um, well, while going on about. It's because she's what young and she hasn't actually experienced a wedding yet. And she's like, and then they got married. I don't really know what that includes. <laughs> <laughs> so they were married. Bye, y'all. <laughs> yeah, moving on, moving on. Then they went to a ball. I've been to a ball. Literally. Fully. <laughs> but they're married. And before um, Charlotte leaves to go live in Kent with um, Mr. Collins, she begs Lizzie to come visit her in the spring and everything, being like, mm. oh, look forward to your visit above all else of what I'm to have Pressure. come. Yeah. But to be fair, she's going to go live with Mr. Collins. <sighs> Sucks. So Lizzie's like, yeah, sure, I will come visit you. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> like, fine, I will come. It sounds like the worst, but okay. <laughs> it sounds like it's gonna it sounds it sounds like it's gonna fucking suck. She does make a point though being like, Well, at least I'll actually hopefully get to meet Catherine de and judge for myself. And that's gonna be lols. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I have gone into situations before and I'm like, but the stories and the drama are going to be delicious. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be so funny. Yeah, <laughs> Lizzie does love the banter. Sat there with popcorn, like, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Say something else, Dickish. <laughs> so, Elizabeth, Charlotte's little sister, Mariah, and their dad. Mariah? Interesting choice. I yeah. didn't think that was a name for back then. I think it's Mariah. <laughs> it is now. It. Yeah. Um, and um, Charlotte. Mariah Carey rocked up. It was beautiful. <laughs> That was great. He had a sting song. It was a good old time. Um, and Charlotte Lucas's dad as well. So they all go up to London. They spend a day with Jane um, in London before going on to Kent. Have a brilliant, great time. Mm-hmm. And then finally they arrive at Mr. Collins' abode where he meets them in the front garden expressing all the wonders of his beautiful home and his beautiful gardens. Turns out he's a very keen gardener. Mm-hmm. And Mr. And Mrs. Collins encourages this because it keeps <laughs> him out of the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Much better. Much better than seeing his Maybe he'll get sunstroke and, and then die. maybe a proper stroke. Yes, and die. Oh, be great if he died. Mm. Um, and so yeah, he follows them into their humble little parlour while talking all the way about how joyous it'll be if they do get the chance to meet Catherine. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, Miss Charlotte offers them like refreshments and everything. Um, and he punctually repeats all his wife's offers of refreshments because, of course, it doesn't count until it's said by a man. What? So she offers them, offers them, offers them, offers them some drinks. And he's like, yes, yes. Would you like drinks? Oh my God. Because one doesn't hurt. It's a woman. That's the fucking worst. It's like being in like meetings. I had this before um, where you make a point and then literally I've had it and the person's like, quite much. I think one of the men would like to make that point. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like we all feel rather demasculated. Could a man say this please? I need to feel better about myself. Or they just repeat it back to you and you're like, yeah, that's what they I said. They explain it. Yeah, mansplaining. Mm. Yeah, oh my God. Be on the receiving end of mansplaining. Mm. Mm. I'd want to look. I can't remember what we were talking about, but I think I explained like the concept of how to play D&D because I'm really cool um, <laughs> to someone and they were like, and to a guy and then he was like, yeah, yeah. So basically how you play and I explained oh. it back to him. I'm like, I'd like to point out I'm a nerd. I do actually play D&D. Um, <laughs> so I do know how to play it. He had never played it. And I was like, 
that is the fucking worst. Punch you. Because I, I was giving him a weird look because he was explaining. And, he, mm. and then this is where the conversation ended because I think he clocked. So he was like, oh, I, I call people out on it. Yeah. I felt. It was like oh. me, I like throughout the people. I was like, Ugh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I call people out on it. I'm like, do you hear what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, or were you just not listening to me? Because to be honest, that's the best case scenario for you right now. Yeah, <laughs> like... so awkward. Just like, why don't you just listen? So do you not hear me or all women in general? Like everyone, like, <laughs> come on now. It's the worst. Um, talking about mansplaining, that actually is on very nice to the next part of the story. Oh, lovely. So they are at, um, they are at Mr. Collins and Mrs. Collins' house. Um, Mr. Co- Mrs. Collins expressed how she really encourages his gardening yeah, so yeah. keeps him out of the way. And Lizzie notices that when Mr. Collins says one of his more embarrassing lines, like a slight um, hint of like embarrassment in Charlotte's face, but for the most part she ignores him. And you're like, hmm, happy. Mm. Um, and one day, what do you think they should receive? An invitation to dine at Lady Catherine's <laughs> house. Oh wow! And so obviously. Mr. Collins creams himself with excitement. He's mm-hmm. like, we'll actually get to meet her. Oh, maybe we can all fist her together. It's <laughs> so fucking good. Be wonderful, boy. I do so love to fist her. And delicious. And um, then, well, while they're all getting ready for dinner, mm. Mr. Collins says these lovely words to, Liz- to Elizabeth. Do not make yourself uneasy, my dear cousin, about your apparel. Lady Catherine is far from acquiring that elegance of dress in us which becomes herself and her and daughter. I would advise you merely to put on whatever of your clothes is superior to the rest. There is no occasion for anything more. Lady Catherine will not think of the worse of you for being simply dressed. She likes to have the distinction of rank preserved. So yeah, you're a bit of a, a commoner, a bit gross. So, so at least like look the part, love. So what I think you should do though, Lizzie, is um you should put on a dress that's like a little bit nicer, so maybe a little bit more expensive than the other mm. ones you have. Yeah. Like really, Mr. Collins, have you ever put on a fucking dress before? Yeah. If you fucking know. I'd fucking knife the bitch. Mm. Like. Ugh. And also, don't worry that you look like scum. Mm. She likes to know that you're scum. With you reading this, it's bringing back the question we answered at the beginning of the episode and, like, what would I do? I mean, like... I'd punch Mr. Collins. I'd just be knifing everyone. I think I would be executed because if I went, like, back... You need a good knifing. Oh, my God. Imagine how frustrated you'd be if you woke up back then now. Surely you get this, though. Do you ever get people like, oh, I was born in the wrong era. I'd love to live in those times. I'm like, why? You'd have no rights. And let's face it, you'd probably be dead. I won't say her name, but someone once said to me that wouldn't it have been lovely to be born in wartime because it was so um, romantic, like World War Two specifically. Mm, like, bit. I think what? The, the, the death factor takes <laughs> yeah. the romance out of it. Like, oh yes, I would have loved to have met a guy really clicked for them to be gone off and exploded, or maybe I got exploded the next night. Like, really, absolutely. the other, then continuing off that, you have you go get a job and you're fine. Like, yes, I'm finally working. Brilliant, great. And then, you know, your husband's killed, your dad's killed, your brother's killed, and you're like, right, this is fucking awful, but at least, at least I can provide for myself. And some motherfucker who did survive comes back, he's probably only got half an arm left, and they're like, oh, I can do this job better than you, because I have a penis. And it's like, yeah. do you want me to explain how to do it to you first before you fucking take my job? Oh, yeah, because I've actually no idea what I'm fucking yeah, doing. Yeah, well, at all what I'm doing. And also, just from another sad point of view, that would actually be horrible, all these broken people come back from war, mm. and then that's why you've got a generation of, like, just the stoic, like, father figure that didn't say anything because they were too emotionally broken and, like, too shell-shocked yeah. to do anything, and then they grew up with, like, sons who couldn't uh, emotionally articulate themselves, and there's a toxic masculinity, to so, like, well, what example did you have from your father? Like, we didn't actually talk for the first five years of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like... But wasn't like... it romantic? <laughs> no, it was. It was not. It was. It was a, it was a dark time, guys. <laughs> it was dark. It was 
terrible. Terrifying. <laughs> so no, never want a time travel back. No, no. Me and Ross had this conversation the other day if you could be born in any other um, era and we both kind of settled like things are not great now. We live in terrifying times. No, to be honest, I think it actually it might be good to have been born in the 80s just because we didn't know exactly what we were doing to the planet. It wasn't as put out there. Like, um, Maybe born 70s, so you just kind of had a, a good run it was still legal to rape your wife though until i think 1990 we were saying that's a bonus and it was still legal to rape <laughs> your wife maybe if you were married like you you could not put your husband up for rape no you couldn't i think yeah. that was like until like 1990s or something ridiculous i think so i think I it became i think it wasn't recognized that it, um what's it called like sexual assault in the workplace wasn't recognized as a thing until like the 70s or 80s or like obviously recognized but you know yeah like you couldn't report it oh it even like a crime now like obviously it's considered a crime but even now know. like i mean there's so many problems with reporting things because victim blaming is still a massive part of our society yeah oh my god Ugh. anyway back to tangents and now we get to meet lady catherine the at long last lady catherine was a tall large woman with Strongly marked features, which might once have been handsome. Her air was not um, conciliating, nor was her manner of receiving them, such as to make her visitors forget their inferior rank. <laughs> she was not rendered formidable by silence, but whatever she said, she sp- was spoken in such authoritative a tone as marked her self-importance. <laughs> she has not... an opinion on every single fucking thing in the entire world. Oh my god, can you like not have a normal conversation? She just picked oh, up no. every... Well, you see, I actually know the most about that is anyone in England, so really, I'm the best person to ask. Is she Donald Trump? Yes. <laughs> like, she why? Is. I'm actually an expert on that. I've researched. No one it. knows more <laughs> about money than me. No one knows more about popular culture than me. No one knows more about Russia than me. I, I think Russians probably do. Yeah, maybe. Or to be honest, I think I might. I, I probably. <laughs> I'd quite like to challenge you on that one. Yes. Actually, I'm, I see a challenge, but I will win because no one knows more about knowing things than me. <laughs> I go really, really. Do you know anything about self-tanning? <laughs> Orangey hue, it's not good, honey. It's not good. You do not look great. It's not becoming. That's not good. Also, blonde hair is not hiding that you're grey as fuck, babe. Oh. You've definitely got a very small, flaccid willy. Oh, gross. Okay. Do you reckon self tans that? <laughs> I don't think he tans himself. I think he probably has a happy ending to his tans. That poor woman. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine, like, I no, no amount of money. Is this slander? Give a shit, Donald Trump fucking come at us. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, it'd be great publicity. <laughs> also, it would be because he's like, he's hilarious with stuff like that. Do you remember when he insulted, um, what's her name, Meryl Streep? He's like, Meryl Streep is the worst <laughs> actress in the world. It's like, please tell me that's, that's my like five Oscars. Yeah, like, exactly. So like, yeah. on Classical is the worst podcast <laughs> in the world. Yeah, if you could, Donald Trump. Yeah, that'd be great. A little shout out would be brilliant. <laughs> Thank you, your next presidential speech. Yeah, they are sad little women. They are. Yes, um, Ovi, Lizzie is not a massive fan of Mrs. Catherine, Mrs. Lady Catherine, because let's face it, she's a twat. Um, she quizzes Lizzie a lot during this evening, being like, "Oh, what? You have so many sisters. Are any of them married? Marriage worthy? Are they handsome? Because you know the important questions." Yeah, are any of them marriage worthy? Like, well, they're ledgers. I really like. Them. But will they be married? Will they be married? <laughs> well, one of my sisters is actually a very accomplished pianist, but is she hot? <laughs> yeah. Mary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mary 
ain't got no assets. <laughs> like, why do you think she's playing piano so much? Yeah. Jane? Well, oh. nothing else going on, does she? <laughs> yeah. But um, as the as the time goes on, over over the course of her visit, um, Lizzie starts. You know, I need a fucking break from Mr. Collins from time to time. So she starts going for walks in the lane and everything, to sort of just like get away from it all. And um, then after a week or so, Ooh. it turns out that Lady Kevin has two nephews. And who do you think one of these nephews is who comes to stay? The, the, the officer. But I don't know his name. Or is it not? It's not Mr. Wickham. Oh, I don't know. It is, however, Mr. Darcy. Oh! <laughs> and his cousin, Colonel Fitzwilliam. Oh, okay. Give a shit. Uh, give a shit. Relevant. Um, so, yes, they have come to stay with Lady Kevin Um And when... And they... So, Lizzie and... Collinses are invited over and see Mr. Fitzwilliam and um, Darcy again. Uh, Elizabeth is still very sort of like, oh, fuck you, Darcy. Like, mm. you're such a wanker. <laughs> so when she sees um, when she sees him, Elizabeth nearly curtsied to him without saying a word. Ooh, oh, burn. That, that sass, may <laughs> I say. Um, but Miss, um, Colonel Fitzwilliam is a very agreeable man. He's very chatty, very friendly and everything. Aww. He's a nice young lad. You know, everybody likes him. I like him already. Exactly, Lovely. And the next day, the two gentlemen actually pop by just to say hello. Well, that's what William does. Like, Darcy stands there like a selfish. Oh, absolute selfish. Absolute selfish. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> little cartoon. Also, in the cartoons, Darcy is the most pompous little man. Yeah. It's, but he's really tall. Quite skinny legs. Also, Mr. Collins. Mr. Collins looks hilarious. And Darcy, that leg doesn't look like there's a trouser on it. <laughs> Like he's naked under his hat. Oh, oh my god, he's got a penis! Well, it's coming out of his stomach. <laughs> hey man, it's a weird time. <laughs> Maybe there's a reason he's saying He's like, why are you so angry, Mr. Darcy? My penis comes out of my belly button. Oh. <laughs> you know, when someone asks you that, it's okay to lie. <laughs> like, um, but, you know, so they come by and say hello, and then they don't hear from either of the gentlemen for, for over a week. What a week! A week! Also, it's not like they've got WhatsApp. They've got to send letters, so... Well, they do just live down the lane. Oh, so they should have popped up. Yeah, ah. like, they pop up on the first day to be like, hello, how's it going? Um, okay. But then they are invited over for Easter, for, for tea and drinks and whatnot, have a lovely time. Lovely, lovely. And um, Elizabeth actually agrees to play the piano for them a bit later on in the evening at the Ooh. request of Mr... Uh, of, uh, not Mr. Darcy. What's his other one? Fitzgen- <laughs> Fitzgerald. Yeah. No, that's not his name either. It's Fitzwilliam. <laughs> Okay, Fitzgerald and Fitzwilliam are going to be used interchangeably, apparently. (laughs) It's hard to keep up with. I'd also like to point out that Darcy's first name is also Fitzwilliam. That's what I was going to say. I was like, But his cousin's also Colonel Fitzwilliam. This is actually unacceptable, Jane Austen. That is fucking lazy writing. And you know what what Mr. Darcy's dad is always referred to? Fitzwilliam? Mr. Darcy, or sometimes sometimes Mr. Fitzwilliam Darcy, Darcy. Lazy. Fuck you. Lazy. Fuck you. Is it hard to come up with more than three names? <laughs> what even is Mr. Bingley's name? Yeah. No idea. Andrew? <laughs> Charles? Charles Bingley. Is that right? I think so. He looks like a Charles. To be honest, I would accept anything from that time. John? You already said Andrew. But anyway... Um, they go over for tea, and um, Lizzie and Mr. Fitzwilliam are having a great little chat. Lizzie plays for them, get plays the piano for them, but you know she's she's all right, but she's not like the best. And Mr. Darcy comes over and listens, and so Lizzie continues to play from that for them that evening. It goes brilliant, great. And who do you think should turn up alone at the Collinses next day? <laughs> it's Mr. Darcy. Ooh! 
Um, so Mr. Darcy turns up um, for, to visit the Collinses, but the, the Collinses are in the other room. So him and Lizzie are alone. Mr. Darcy drew his chair a little towards her and said, you cannot have a right to such a very strong local attachment. You cannot have been, always been at Longbourn. Longbourn. Basically kind of saying, mm, you're of better breeding than of Longbourn because he fancies her, but the rest of her family is gone. Um, Elizabeth looked surprised. The gentleman exp- um, experienced some change of feeling. He drew back his chair, took her newspaper from the table and glancing over it said in a colder voice, are you pleased with Kent? <laughs> She was caught off guard. Like, what the fell fuck are you, flat. Yeah. What are you doing? Do you like the countryside? <laughs> it's just like quick, quick, change subject, change subject. Got a newspaper? Give a shit. Uh, Kent's quite nice. Yeah. Have you ever drunk water? Literally. <laughs> Elizabeth likes to go for walks by herself quite often. Okay. Um, and on one of these days, she accidentally bumps into Darcy walking along, and she's like, "Oh, well." Um, oh, oh, I didn't really want to see you here. She felt all the perverseness of his of the mischance that should bring him where no one else was brought, and to prevent it ever happening again, took care to inform him at, at first that it was a favourite haunt of hers. How it could occur a second time, therefore, was very odd. Yet it did, and even a third. Mm-hmm. So he keeps coming back to see her because, yeah. again, he's a little awkward boy. So I'll just come and stand where you often come back to. Hello. <laughs> Hello, I do hope she comes today. Do you come here often? Yes, I told you. That's great, that is. <laughs> that makes me so happy. I might start coming here less now. <laughs> yeah. But um, one day she's walking along and she bumps into um, Colonel Fitzwilliam, mm. his cousin, who's much more, you know, much more chatty and chill. Yeah. Then Elizabeth brings out the question of Mr. Darcy. Mr. Fitzwilliam lets slip. He's like, oh, on, a, on the carriage ride down, Darcy was like, oh, I'm really, really fucking pleased with myself because I'm, I, buzzing, mate. I'm absolutely off my tears <laughs> because I basically got my best mate to break up with this girl who was really below him. Ah. And Lizzie's like, what? And he's like, I don't know who he was talking about, but he was basically saying that like one of his best mates has really fallen hard for this girl, but her family was vulgar, so that he couldn't possibly marry her. So Darcy quickly whisked him back to London and was like, it's all settled. They're not gonna, they're not gonna be a thing anymore. For anyone who hasn't figured it out, get a ticket away. Who are they talking well, about? Well, they are talking about Bingley and Jane, and Liz's Jane. sister. So yeah, Darcy thought Jane was not good enough for Bingley. So he is the reason they broke up. So obviously, Lizzie's fucking fuming mm-hmm. and you know what they're meant to do that night they are meant to dine round at Lady Catherine de Burr's but what do you think Lizzie's not doing she ain't going round to Lady Catherine de Burr's that is for sure I was going to say she's going to Catherine <laughs> de Burr's and someone's getting shanked and someone's getting fucking shanked not if she won't go <laughs> and she's because she's, she's so worked up but she gets a bloody headache so she's like I'm going oh, to bed I've and been there <laughs> we've all been there well who do you think will come and call on her to make sure she's alright long last the officer Aww. It's Darcy! <laughs> Yay! In vain have I struggled. It will not do. My feelings will not be repressed. You must allow me to tell you how I ardently I admire and love you. Thanks. Elizabeth's astonishment was beyond expression. She stared, coloured, doubted, and was silent. So she stared, coloured, drew a picture. <laughs> Did a bit of colouring, <laughs> doubted it was any good, and was silent. I've done better. I've done better. <laughs> what does mean, like, blushed or something? Yeah, <laughs> so she blushed, doubted the situation and was silent. This Darcy considered sufficient encouragement. <laughs> Read the fucking room, babe. He's so oblivious. It's the worst. And then we get another great fucking bit of Jane Austen 
scrupulously going over his entire proposal speech. Um, and the avowal of all that he felt and long had felt her immediately followed. Expand on that, yeah, maybe Jane Austen. A little bit. That maybe sounds quite interesting. <laughs> No. And he, and at this point, he became the most beautiful speech about how he loved her, and such amazing words of literature had never been written. Unfortunately, I can't do it. So moving on. I know on. why she couldn't do it. Why? She was not. She never got proposed to, did she? I don't think. Oh yeah, she just glanced she over got the fucking clue. He said to most. Well, he wasn't. He didn't say the nicest things. He because he goes on about how yeah he's been in love with her. He really likes her, but he's been like having this inner turmoil with himself. Because um, his sense of her inferiority, of its being a degradate, degradate, degradation, 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 degradation. So let's try saying that when you're drunk. <laughs> of the family obstacles with ju- which judgment had always um, opposed to inclination. So basically saying like, I really fucking want to fuck you. You're so hot. But my God, you have an awful family. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously she doesn't take that that well. Mm. But she could see um, in his eyes his hope that he would um, n- would now be rewarded by her, her acceptance of his hand. So he's really confident with it. Um, he really thinks she's like, he, he's got it in the bag, basically. He thinks there's no fucking way this bitch is going to say no. She can see that in his eyes. He talks about how she might say no, but there's confidence in his eyes. He's got this. <laughs> He's like, so what's your answer? Winky wink. <laughs> As if you even need to answer. Yeah. Obviously, she's like, um, no, because you're the fucking worst and I hate you. You've yeah. never shown any interest in me before and you're always really awkward and boring. Yeah, like you fucking suck. Literally. But you know what? You know what? He took it better than Mr. Collins. As he mm. says, and this is all the reply which I am to have in the honour of expecting. I might, I might perhaps wish to be informed why, with so little endeavour at civility, I am just, I am thus rejected. But it is a small, of a small importance. Ooh. So well, then how, Mister Collins? At least he understood that she said no. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it's pronounced yeah. And, oh, this is the moment, guys, when we realise that actually Mister Darcy is the epitome of best man in the world, and we love him with all our hearts because, brace yourselves. He listened without attempting to interrupt her. Oh my god! Oh, a soul of the earth. I just can't express how much that meant and to me all reading that those words. Pages and pages of his waffling and her not interrupting at all. Not, not a note there, not a not note no. there. And then he listened without attempting. He didn't even try. Didn't he even just try. listened. Yeah. He listened to her, my gentleman. Did he that listened. Make her point? After he invited her to make the point and said, This is the time for you to talk, Phil. <laughs> and he let he let her speak if only we could all find a Mr Darcy eh? so frankly Mr Darcy just went up a lot in my books and I think I'm in love <laughs> I'm wet <laughs> honestly I, I honestly what a guy but Lizzie goes on to say well you broke up my sister and um, but Bingley she's fucking devastated she's in love with him and he, and at this he even looked at her with a smile of affected incredulity 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 oh my god <laughs> Incredul- incredulity. Incredulity. <laughs> incredulity. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to speak. Quite warm. Incredulity. Incredulity. So obviously that's really fucking rude. Being like you broke my sister's heart, like not through you, but you know, you. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming you. It is his fault. Yeah. And he smiles. <gasps> so fucking rude. And he says. I have no wish of denying that I did any, everything in my power to separate my friend from your sister or that I rejoice in my success. Towards him, I have been kinder than towards myself. So basically saying, well, I stopped him from liking her, which was a kindness. 
then stop myself from liking you. No, Then Lizzie goes on to say how he was a dick to Wickham, at which case he's like, what the fuck? Like, mm. that man's a dick. Yeah. He, he doesn't really say this. He's like, oh. 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 And this, cried Darcy, as he walked with quick steps across the room, is your opinion of me. This is the estimation in which you hold me. I thank you for explaining it so fully. <laughs> It is literally the best. Um, he's then, he, I mean, he goes through these moments of being amazing and then being a fucking snob because then he's like, well, could you expect me to rejoice in the inferiority, inferiority of your connections <gasps> to congratulate myself on the hope of relations whose condition in life is so decidedly beneath my own? Like, <laughs> good job winning, winning her over, man. It's yes. really good job. His wingman's just in the corner like, no, 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 no. Yeah, just Fitzgerald. Fitzwilliam yeah. in the corner like, shut up, shut up, shut up, just, just walk stop, away, stop, just walk stop, away. Stop, stop it. Yeah. But you know what? Mr. Darcy really knows how to end a fight. Forgive me for having taken up so much of your time and accept my best wishes for your health and happiness. (laughs) I'm going to take that one. (laughs) I mean, he is nothing but polite. Yeah, at the end of the day, I'm a gentleman. At least he knows how to end a fight with manners. Yeah, exactly, with dignity. Dignity. (laughs) That is one thing he does not like. It is dignity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Should we call it there for today? I think so, yeah. Lizzie has just refused Mr... Darcy's proposal. Last time she refused Miss Collins, she's getting proposals all over the fucking shop. All over the shop. Proposals, but no marriage. But to be fair, they're all being dicks. They're all being... I mean, I've got to say, Mr. Darcy was a lot better than Mr. Collins in the rejectal process. Oh, 100%. I'm all hilarious. He asked, asked, why? Mm. Allowed her to explain her reasons and was like, okay. (laughs) I mean, I'm not thrilled. But okay. Have a good life. I did want a different outcome, we'll be honest. I will be honest. I was hoping to be banging you right now, but we'll we'll take what we can get. We'll take what we can get. And I shall leave with my Dugnutter. I shall always live with my Dugnutter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you think he cried when he... He master cried all the way home. I think he masturbated. That's what master crying is. When you masturbate and cry? Yeah. Mr. Collins... Not Collins. Mr. Collins definitely did. Yeah, he too. definitely did too. Mr. Dustin. But he's kind of into it now. Mr. Collins is definitely into it now. Yeah. That's his kink. That's just an image of Charlotte just wanking off like... <laughs> and crying Any chance again. I could come? No! Oh, I think so reaches the vibrator. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, thank you all for listening. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed it. And we, we, we will tune in with you next time as well. We'll tune in with them. Well, I suppose I do kind of listen after <laughs> I've it. Um, yes, before we go, we're going to do our plugs. Yes, our little bit of plugs. So if you wouldn't mind, you know, giving us a follow over on Instagram at unclassical underscore podcast, we'd, we'd really like that. And if you want to troll us in a more private way, you can email us at email.unclassical at gmail.com. Brilliant. Um, by the way, with um, Instagram, we will follow you back, of course. Oh, yes, yes, we, we do do that. We, we do, do do we that. Do. So even if you just want to get your follower count up. Yep, yep, I do. I follow everyone back unless they're obvious scam or they start sending me nudes. Then then, then I don't... Then we block them. Yeah, I, I, I do block that. Uh, uh, so, so, you know, <laughs> we don't like... Willy pictures. Yes. That's what the youth call them these days, isn't it? Yes, yes. So we, we, we don't want that. Thank you very, very much. No, thank I, you. I must admit, it, it, it's many uh, ladies asking oh. if I'd like to pay for more nudes. Uh, it, it's okay. Well, yes. I'm right <laughs> up. Yeah. Why the fuck have you been deleting Why are you deleting this? What are we looking for? That's what I'm going to get my kicks. God damn it, Marge. God damn it. I'm, I'm sorry. Kate should be being put back in charge of the Instagram account. I will have one. all of the nudes. <laughs> So uh, hit her up with your news, guys. Um, Please don't send me news. (laughs) Please don't, we're scared. Anyway, subscribe, rate and review, because it really, really helps us. Very grateful. As of now, we have seven ratings. Yeah. So 
if you would. If you would. Thank you. So, yeah. Well, take care, guys. And uh, we will... Uh, well, you'll hear us next time. You'll hear us next time. Lovely to speak at you, not talk to you, because you're not responding. Yeah. Yeah. You've been quiet. You okay? This is where we need to go. Yeah. Things Goodbye. got weird. Bye. 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 For fuck's sake. Bye.